Welcome back to Process. I have a fun announcement today. Tim Stringer of Learn OmniFocus has graciously invited me to join him for his next Learn OmniFocus live session on April 2nd at 12 p.m. Central Time. During this session, I'm going to go through my OmniFocus setup as well as the entirety of my productivity system and talk through how it all works together from a big picture perspective as well as some of the nitty gritty details of it. Now, this session will be available live for Learn OmniFocus members, but it will be available for free later on. If you're not a Learn OmniFocus member, I highly recommend signing up if you are an OmniFocus user and you want to level up your skills. Now, I'll put a link in the show notes that's an affiliate link. You can use that if you decide to sign up for the course to support process and effective remote work. But if not, I'll be sure to put a link out to the video once it's up and available for free. A quick update today on my multi-operating system adventure. Last time I talked about how I decided to dive into using virtual machines to use Linux and do some of my development stuff across my Macs. Well, I decided not to stick with that. There were a number of issues that proved to be a little tricky and fussy in handling that, such as managing files inside and outside of the machine. If you have to, for example, log into a remote server and download some files using SCP or an FTP client on the command line, it just got a little tricky to pass files back and forth. While there were some benefits of using Linux in a virtual machine that were nice, I really wasn't a fan of the separation. So going forward, I prefer having some kind of a native or remote install of Linux. It's just gonna be a lot easier to deal with. So if I'm gonna have Linux on a machine, it's gonna be on the bare metal, or I'll be logging into a DigitalOcean droplet or something like that to use it. However, I did in this process get inspired to experiment on my old MacBook Air from 2011. That thing has been around a lot, has seen a lot, and it's a really small portable machine. It's got a good battery, processor's okay, it's got a little bit of hard drive space, but it's the perfect Linux machine. It's hardware compatible, it's small, it's lightweight, I can take it with me if I want to. So what I did is I installed Ubuntu with Regolith, which is the tiling window manager, and it was absolutely in awe of the capabilities here. A lot of people at work talk about using tiling window managers and desktop environments like that on Linux, and I really hadn't experienced it, but I wanted to try it out. A tiling window manager basically lets you to manage window locations on a grid and using the keyboard. Regolith is a combination of packages that are around the i3 window management solution on Linux and kind of bundles it up to make it a little bit easier to use to get out the gate with. I honestly thought it was really cool the things you could do with this. I haven't done a lot of experimentation with it, but I will have to say that I was impressed with the fact that I can navigate between different panes and move windows around and open up applications with just my keyboard. I hardly even have to touch the mouse. Now, tying that back to the ergonomics discussion a couple of weeks ago, I wanted to use the keyboard more and the mouse less. Well, something like this really helps with that. Now, granted, I'm not going to be doing any real work on that MacBook Air simply because it's a little too slow and that low-res screen actually makes my eyes hurt after working off of 4K displays and retina displays for a couple of years. However, it did cause me to go on a little bit of a hunt for a tiling window system for Mac, and I found one, and it's called Amethyst. It's free, it forces windows to a grid, 
and it comes with tons of keyboard shortcuts. As of the time of recording this, I've only been using Amethyst for a couple of days, but so far, I love it. It's a really cool implementation, especially on a laptop screen to be able to pull windows in and automatically put them in specific places. Now, granted, it doesn't save spaces the way I would want it to. It does leverage spaces on macOS, but it doesn't necessarily give you the ability to just jump to specific spaces with a keyboard shortcut like you can on i3, but it's a start. And there's probably some other ways that I can automate this and work on it and make it work for me in the broader scheme of things. Looking at Linux now often reminds me of the days back a number of years ago on macOS where OmniFocus was kinkless GTD, which was actually a bunch of Apple scripts on Omni Outliner making a getting things done software. It's this place where anyone can hack a solution together for their problems, make it really good, build custom configurations that are unique to them, and then share them with the world and let other people use them and tweak on them. I feel like lately, macOS has lost a little bit of this exploration and feel of make it your own. There's still a lot of it there, but it's lost that feel for me a little bit because there's been just kind of this clamping down on what Apple's allowing you to do, making macOS more secure, which is great. I'm really appreciative of that. But there's just a little bit of that missing. However, macOS does have some advantages over Linux at this point in time because it offers a good balance between usability and customization. Linux, you can do whatever the heck you want to with it, but macOS, you have some limitations. However, Linux often comes with costs to usability, things break, it doesn't have the greatest compatibility across the board, and macOS generally just works. Topically today, I wanted to talk about something that's a little bit more current to me, and that's the question of what do you do when life completely falls off the rails? While I was writing the outline of this episode, it was four o'clock in the morning and I was holding my baby that wouldn't sleep anywhere but arms. And this has been the pattern of life as of late. The last couple of weeks of February were an absolute disaster. I didn't maintain any of my habits and was living from a highly reactive place because I was so tired. And frankly, that's the way as the day I'm recording this, that's how I feel today as well. Now, of course, I have a productivity podcast. I have a productivity community. <laughs> I should have this figured out, right? Well, no, I don't because life always throws curveballs at me and I have to learn how to adjust. So with that, I've been thinking through strategies to help me in seasons like this where everything seems to be going off of the rails. And so I wanted to share a couple of these ideas that I've had and hopefully they'll help you out if you've run into seasons like this or you run into one in the future. So the first thing that really has stood out to me is that I really need to remember that it's just the season. And it's especially true with having kids. When you have an infant at home, they're only going to be an infant for a year. And you're really only going to have major issues with them sleeping for probably that first year. So it's just a season and nothing lasts forever. I know that has been a comfort for me in this time and recognizing that, okay, not everything is going to be crazy for the next 10 years. It's just going to be for a little while. But on top of that, I have realized that I need to prioritize my needs first. And that's not even the complicated stuff. 
that's really just sleeping, eating, drinking water, making sure I'm getting some space for my mind to decompress so that I can actually be present at home, that I'm not blowing up in my kids and family because I'm just overwhelmed and stressed. If I give myself those things and not worry about the other stuff, the other stuff will tend to handle itself. Additionally, something else that's helpful that I've been finding is to drop unnecessary commitments. There are going to be things in your calendar and in your schedule that you can't walk away from. You're gonna have to go to work. You're gonna have to do things every day. You're gonna have to eventually wash your dishes because otherwise you're gonna have no dishes that are clean. You're gonna have to wash your clothes. You're gonna have to do things like that. Sometimes life just forces our hand to do certain things, but there are going to be commitments that come up that are not going to be necessary in this given time that you have. And so it's important to be able to identify those and then drop them or postpone them for a period of time so that you can focus on the other things that are important. Another strategy that has been really helpful for me, especially when I have had a lack of sleep, is to capture and capture often. When life is going off the rails, this is a type of season where if you're not paying attention generally, you can miss important items. And so that's why having capture in the back of your mind is an important thing to do as you're walking this out. I know for me, when I haven't slept very much, it's very easy for me to get flighty and miss things. And so I've been really trying to be intentional that if I remember a task to try to capture it right away, or if somebody tells me, hey, can you help me with this thing? Capture it right away. Then I can go back and do a review of those captured items and as well my at least my projects inside of OmniFocus to make sure that I'm at least moving the needle forward on the things that need to happen. Another thing that's easy to lose sight of is just taking breaks. When we're pressed for time, if we have a lot of stuff that's pushing on us in a season, it can be really easy to forget to just step away for even 10 minutes and let ourselves relax whether that's going for a walk, whether that's just putting down the phone and walking away from the computer and laying on the floor in absolute silence, whether that's just listening to some music. It's important to give yourself space when everything seems to be flying off the handles or going off the rails. It's that kind of space that we give ourselves that gives us the ability to keep moving forward when stuff is really pressing on us. Probably the most important thing to remember in a season like this is to let go of any extra achievements. In addition to dropping unnecessary commitments, you might have goals on your mind. You might have projects that you want to push forward or accomplish in a season like this. And especially if it comes up unexpectedly on you, it might be hard to let those things go. But it's good to remember that you might not accomplish your goals and intentions in this time where things are going crazy, but remember that's okay. Or the opposite might be true, where you might excel at them. Because sometimes these seasons that put pressure on us force us to have clarity, to maintain any sense of sanity. Overall, I know my life has been a really kind of a crazy mess the last few weeks. It's been great that I've been able to still get these podcasts out, but I do know that there are a few things that I need to keep in mind that I've listed out here that help me stay on track. So hopefully these will help you if you run into a season like this in the future. 